have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight From The Chest. My name is Justin Groth. I am your host. Guys, if you are new to the channel, I just want to welcome you. If you've been listening to me for any length of time, I appreciate you. I just appreciate your time. Most importantly, because that's something you'll never get back. And just your listening ear. Hopefully that things that I say or the or the what I ramble on about, <laughs> hopefully it serves you in some way and delivers some value that you can apply to your life or maybe possible circumstances that you may be going through currently. You know, I want to talk about self-worth because that, that seems to be a narrative that's toted uh, quite frequently nowadays. And I think that when people talk about self-worth, they're on the right track, but it's more so they, they seem to, to talk about more of the, 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 the words that you tell yourself, like, you know, what is your narrative and what is, what are you telling yourself? Are you telling yourself you're attractive, that you're worth a lot, that you're confident, that you're this, that, and the other. It's all very seemingly colorful words, but nothing is actually put into practice or at least what they're, what they're conveying is not something that you can put into practice. And I don't know, I'm not saying that everybody talks that way. There are most of them, at least the ones that I hear, they'd like to, to just toss around colorful words that are that are very nice to hear and nice to, you know, in theory employ. But for the common general human being, it's not that easy. We actually need actions to go along with what we see in ourselves or or let me word it this way. We need to produce in order to gain the confidence from whatever we produced and we are happy about in the production of that thing. So if you are lacking, if you're lacking willpower, if you're lacking the the disciplinary aspect in your life, well, what makes sense is let's apply some discipline. Let's apply some, some instance where we have to where we have to establish willpower or or produce, gather willpower in order to complete this said task. And then once we do it, or once we once we come through that situation with the with the prerequisite willpower that we needed to overcome whatever we were going through, then we feel like we're more of a conqueror. We feel like we're more empowered. We feel like we can do more now. It's not because we said to ourselves, I can, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more than able. I'm a, I'm a conqueror. Like all that's good, but you got to have something tangible in order to really instantiate that type of characteristic onto your being. And so where I'm going with this is I see a lot of people that are overweight I see it in my business. I see it in my day-to-day life. And I'm not talking about the the average 10, 15, 20 pounds overweight. I'm talking about 80, 100, 120, morbidly obese, over fat individuals. 
And <clears throat> when I see these people and they're and I know they're well able beings, meaning they have all of their limbs, they're not they're not they don't have any dysfunctional cognitive patterns. They don't they're not mentally not apt. They're all there. Okay? They're they're all they're they're all well able individuals. And they're not taking care of themselves. I don't care what you're doing in life. You cannot be your best being at that weight. You just can't. I don't care if you put on a nice facade and you tell people this and you tell people that and you tow it around in your in your nice big car, your nice big truck. I don't care. If you are not averaging discipline in your life to say no to the fucking alcohol, to say no to the shit food that's not doing you any favors, not only physically but metabolically, you're in trouble, Jack. You're in trouble and you've been in trouble. And the thing about you is that you put the cart before the horse. You got this whole fucking equation ass backwards. You need to put yourself first and put your business second. Because what good is your business if you're not there to run it? And you're not going to be there to run it if you die from a heart attack because of your lifestyle and your behavioral eating patterns, etc., etc., etc. The reason why I get so passionate about this, you can call it passion, you can call it frustration. I don't give a shit. It's one of the two. It's probably both. You can call it this because this is what I believe in. This is what I've basically established my whole entire career on health and fitness. It's not just because I like to lift weights and I'm a dumb meathead because that is true, but I also believe in what it does for the human body. I also believe in what it does to the human mind. Those things are analogous. So if you are telling me that you're this high producer or I'm seeing you produce highly in your business, how much more could you be producing had you been healthy? Had you not been over fat? Had you not been obese? Had you not made these weak decisions to just eat shit and not care about the effects, wake up next morning, have donuts, do the whole thing over again, drink at night, blah, blah, blah. Like this is a destructive, absolutely destructive pattern that you are perpetuating in your life. And here's the scary thing. You're not doing anything to change it. And year after year goes by and you just keep getting bigger. What is that? I can't understand that. And it's not because I am this type of body and I am a, you know, uh, uh, I'm into fitness and I'm this, what I just mentioned earlier, I don't understand how an individual is 80, 100, 120 more pounds over their regular body weight and they still have competency, confidence, self-esteem. Guess what? They don't. It's 
almost impossible for you to have those major character components that help you to be a better individual when you are not at your best from a physiological standpoint, a physical standpoint, and obviously because we know these things are all analogous and tethered together, a mental standpoint. How much more could you be if you just allocated some of the funds that you put towards meaningless shit into a trainer? Not me because I don't have the fucking time to train you. I'm booked up. <laughs> but no, really, I am booked up. But it's not, a, it's not about me. I'm just making a joke. Okay. If you bought a trainer and you hired a meal prep service, so all you had to do was just not think have the trainer write your program, facilitate your program. All you do is show up, do your work, eat your meal preps, and then go to bed and do it all over again. The next, How much further along could you be? Not only physically, because this isn't just a physical situation here. This is what goes on mentally, how you carry yourself in the world, what you project to others because you are only going to project what you feel and if you are eating crap food and not treating yourself properly not exercising you have everything weighing in on you and you cannot be your best out i don't care how much money you make i don't care how much money you make there are multi multi millionaires that are miserable and some of these people aren't even over fat they're just miserable because that what's what that tells us is that material doesn't buy happiness, doesn't buy joy, doesn't buy solitude. All it does is buy things. And if you're not, if you're not in a, if you're not in a position to be able to feel optimal while you're engaging in these, these external luxuries it doesn't matter what you buy because you can't fix what's inside of you if you can't fix inside of you what's inside of you first it doesn't matter what you buy that's what I'm trying to say if you can't fix internally what's going on it doesn't matter what you buy externally there are also by extension a lot of people that are massively wealthy that are very happy. I'll give you example, case in point, Conor McGregor. He's very wealthy. Has like two or three yachts, Lamborghini yachts, mansions, cars. Guess what? Very happy. Why? Because he's a healthy individual. He exercises, he eats right. It's because of the sport that he's in. That's how he makes his money. But even if he didn't make buttloads of money doing fighting and competing in fighting, he'd still be happy because he could take, because he could take, oh my gosh, he takes care of his body. He takes care of his body. And so what he does by, he can enjoy. But I'm saying the opposite is not necessarily true. And the thing that just rattles me 
is that you're well able. These people are well able. They have all their limbs. They have no dysfunctions. Thank God. And yet they're still throwing their, throwing everything down the drain. They're throwing their health, their well-being down the drain, their possible potential relationships, their growth down the drain. And they think that they're doing the right thing because they're putting their business first. Or they're putting their career first. Or they're putting, basically they're putting money first. They're putting power first. That means more to them because at the end of the day, people, it's all about choices and priorities, period. When I first started training, I made it a point to never train on the weekends because people will take advantage of you. They don't care. They'll make you train on the weekends if you will, if you allow it. I knew I needed to have some balance in my work life because I don't have balance basically at all. If you listen to any of their podcasts, you know that. But, or rather, balance is hard for me to, to navigate. I took off weekends on purpose. Never work weekends. And I had to do that. There are just certain things you have to employ because if you don't, they will get shot under the rug and you will be taken advantage of and you will be hit up from every angle to where you you realize I'm not even I'm not even I'm just I'm just doing I'm just like producing but see you're producing on the wrong measures or you're you think what you're doing is you're being proactive here but really you're actually destructing yourself you are you are destructing yourself because you're not allowing yourself to rebuild, to rejuvenate. And because of that, you're just going to slowly disintegrate. And in this case, the disintegration comes from you not having any discipline, you not having any willpower, you not having the ability to recircumvent your situation to become a healthier version of who you were created to be. Now look, Healthy is different for everybody. Nobody said you had to be sub 10% body fat to be healthy. In fact, I'd argue that that's a miserable life. Even if you're sub 10%, the same as if you're 50% body fat. That's a, I've been there, dude. It's a miserable life. I don't like the way I, I don't like the way I feel, even though I look ridiculous. It's not a good look. It's not a good feeling rather. And if you don't believe me, you can ask my mom. Leading up to bodybuilding competitions when I'm I'm sub seven, six percent body fat, I feel like ass and I actually don't want to do anything. I'm a miserable person to be around. It's the same for somebody who's on the other end of the spectrum. You cannot tell me you're at your best. Even if you're putting all these things in front of you that seemingly are producing or making you feel like you're competent. You could be, if you are, great, but you could be doing so much more if you had more life in you because all that life is getting sucked out of you because you can't actually be your best when you are diluted and you have a, a contamination inside of you. And by the contamination, I mean all of the shit that's producing all the body fat, the alcohol, the horrible processed foods in compounding nature. Like the compounding 
the compounding facilitation of all these things, the alcohol, the food, and just the, the overall consistency of it to maintain that body weight. Like you can't tell me that you just have a couple outings every week with your friends and no motherfucker. This is what you do. You go home after work, after having a desk job, you go home, you eat, you go out with your wife, you hang out, you eat more, you drink, you have some, maybe you have a, a, a nightcap, you have, go home, you have ice cream, you wake up and you have donuts and you go back to work and do the whole thing over again. You may have one night out of three or four consistent nights, you don't do that. But you have to do that in order to maintain that body weight. I'm sorry I'm going off on a tangent about this, but the moral of this podcast is to state this. If you don't assume discipline, if you don't assume some type of action that causes you to apply willpower, discipline, perseverance, and maintain consistency doing that, you will never become a better, more worthy individual. And that's not what you were created to be. But in order to adopt that self-worth, there has to be action applied. So start small. Maybe, maybe you can't start with five days a week working out, having a meal prep service, but you can start with having a salad a day and omitting one of your bad foods in that day and support. And, and again, replacing it with a salad, not with a bunch of ranch and bacon bits, just a regular salad, like a nice salad with a sparing dressing, but laden with vegetables and proteins and drink more water, start there. And then maybe the next month add in a better, maybe, maybe add in a walk every day for like 20 minutes. And in tandem doing this, concentrate on a better sleep hygiene at the end of the night where you're, you're cooling down, you're, you're turning the lights down low a couple hours before you go to bed, you're keeping the room cool, you're not having anything heavy to eat, you're not drinking a whole lot of liquids, you're not going to wake up in, early in, that, in the middle of the night and have to go to the bathroom. You know, you're concentrating on yourself, you know, doing these things for your health, that's what's going to provide the actual benefits that's going to make you believe and honestly receive the fact that you're worth more. You can do more. You're able for more. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than a doer. You're able to do these things and you're able to understand that you can do these things because you've just done them and you can do more now. That's how human beings work. It's not about just colorful words. That shit doesn't work. If you don't believe me, just try doing it every day. Say, I'm, I'm well able. I'm, but if you don't apply anything, if you don't apply anything to your life, any restriction to your life, any, I'm sorry, resistance in your life and go against that resistance, you're never going to know what you can actually do. It's not just saying it. I'm tired of people just saying shit. I understand the mind. I understand psychology. I understand that you have to say things in order to be them and that, you know, these things become, these kind of things come into fruition and, you know, what you say you you are and I understand all that. 
but I also understand it by regular experience in my life. And the only way that I've ever actually believed these things, like actually deep in my loins, is when I've actually done them, not just said them. You can't just say this shit, people. You have to bring upon the resistance in order for you to actually showcase that you can actually go against it and overcome it and come out the other side even if you're scathed in the process. I hope you understand this and I hope this penetrates you. It's just because I fucking care. I'm just saying this because I care. We should not have overweight, over fat people. They're lacking. They're lacking so much as a result of their dietary behaviors, malfunctioned behaviors. These are, these are malfunctioned practices that they're engaging in every day and they're less than as a result. And because of that, you or I cannot benefit fully from what they're doing or creating in life because they're less than. They're starting out less than. So stop being less than. Be what you could be. And that starts and ends with you applying the resistance on your own, willingly. And then overcoming that resistance, understanding that you have the requisite strength to overcome that resistance. Done.